0: broadcasting from an undisclosed location from a secret hunting spot known only to him and the guy who told him about it and possibly the guy who told the guy who told him it's a show all about hunting in New Zealand and around the globe this is the hunting show find the hunting show on Facebook and Twitter for up-to-date information on upcoming shows and topics
1: this is another episode of the hunting show and I'm your host Steven Spargo and we're well and truly cranking into summer now and Last week's interview with Cam Speedy about hunters as mentors definitely invoked a response from you guys. Uh, We had about 40-odd emails the same night as the show from you guys telling us stories about your kids and how you were mentored mentored into hunting. And what fascinated me is most of the stories go down the same road. They're talking about their fathers taking them out for hunting the first time or being on the shoulders of their fathers when they first started to learn and their grandfathers, and their uncles, and uh, and so on. And it was really good to hear that you guys are keen to get into mentoring yourselves. And like Cam said last week, I think the best way to do that is start mentoring people that you know. Go out and find some interesting people that, that want to do hunting, or get into the, the, the sport of hunting, and take them out. The best way to do it is get them involved. Don't be scared to ask those questions. Now this week's show is about a different aspect of hunting and that's photography. And joined with me right now, i was sitting in my backyard funnily enough, this is the first time I've ever done a show from my backyard but it's a sunny day and the studio is really hot. Anyway, joined is Brad Ramsey, the co-founder of Wild Game Photography New Zealand's Facebook page and there's a whole lot of photos on me, how are you Brad? I'm um, good thanks, and you? Oh, kicking along. I mean, how could you be disappointed on a day like this? Yeah, definitely Hey, head. both got our sunnies on. We're missing a bear in our hand. Yeah, that's the thing that's missing. <laughs> um, Brad, interesting. Well, just before we get into this, the topic, you started hunting this exact same way. Your mentor was your father. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, well, um, I used to get carried around on your dad's shoulders when I was, well, sort of three onwards. And then well, it was actually granddad that got me into the whole photography side of it. Because there used to be a color back in the days and then... Um, Sort of got past all the culling side of it and thought photography is probably a bit, bit better way to get into things and do change of, change of heart. Yeah,
1: the interesting thing is, is you're still a hunter, aren't you? You haven't just sort of ended up only wanting to take photos because you see some some of the old guys I deal with, particularly in my workplace, so come in this and now we're past shooting them. We like to take them, take the photos now. You're in that zone where you're doing a little bit of both, aren't you?
2: Yeah, definitely. I'm still after a good stag in the raw, and if I need meat, I'm always out there getting meat and that But um, yeah, at the moment, if I can get a, a good opportunity to take a photo, I'd sort of take that first rather than over just a, a deer. Yeah, and,
1: and that's a really hard bridge to cross. And I have to be honest, I'm not there yet. You know, I'm looking at them through my scope, and it's on if yeah. uh, if I feel like it's going to be a good kill or it's the it's the right time, right place, right animal. And and the photo thing sort of happens after the kill. Yep. One thing I've noticed about your page is it's kind of all those animals, it's not it's not hunter porn, is it? You're not sitting there holding yeah. up dead trophies. Yeah, no, uh, exactly, it's all before that. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of guys that aren't, are not probably sitting there now going, gosh, uh, I'm not there yet. Um, yeah. Do you find it hard to take the photo first? Is it is that a different um,
2: instinct? Well, I've shot quite a few deer in my time now, sort of getting into the hundreds and that, and... I think the novelty of just shooting deer is worn off like if, if it's for meat, then fair enough like mm. if i get a need a deer for meat i'll I'll take one but um yeah just i sort of yeah, gone off shooting yearlings and hinds and stuff, and I could be just getting a nice photo of them, and photo lasts longer at the end of the day. But a bit of venison is still still
1: nice. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And the page, can you tell us a little bit about how it started? Obviously, you're a co-founder of the page. Uh, what what was that? It was only because only a few months old, and it's rocketed yeah. up and, and yeah. likes. Yeah? yeah,
2: definitely. Um, yeah, it was me and my mate uh, Tane Lawless, We just sort of got good mates over the last sort of year, and then um, he's sort of the brains behind it. He just had an idea and. We sort of talked about it for a bit, but there's we looked at heaps of pages, but there wasn't actually just one main page of just like sort of live photos and just photos of the outdoors on that. Most of them were just sort of yeah, sort of half type, bloody like, brag photos and and that like we're still we're still both hunters and stuff, but we just thought we might as well try and make a page where well that hasn't been done and just the photography side of it.
1: Actually, your way of putting it was nicer than mine. I called it hunter porn, but <laughs> yeah, bra- <laughs> yeah. Um, Brad uh, bragging photos are probably is a, is a better term. So people come online, they submit photos to you, yep. and then you do approve them or put them on, or tell us the process.
2: Um, yeah, we just get photos sent in or emailed or you yeah, message and that, and um, yeah, we we always have a look at them first, just to, but we're looking for more high quality images because um, well it's a bit harder to get a high quality one rather than just a blurry photo of a deer running away. So we we mainly pick out the the high quality ones and the real good ones that people yeah get more interest in.
1: Yeah, and can you tell? You've um, you've got five thousand likes now. Is the numbers starting to get a bit overwhelming? Are you getting ten photos a night, or do they come in in waves?
2: Well, yeah, we sort of we're still um just standing back and looking and seeing <laughs> how fast it's sort of all come around. But you yeah, we sort of get yeah easy five a day. But you know, you never know. Some weeks we get thirty photos a week, and then some weeks is ten, and then another week could be next another fifty or so. So it's sort of all changing, but we still still love getting photos sent in?
1: Oh, you would, and some of these photos are great. Yeah, yeah I, One thing I, I, I flicked down the page even again a few minutes ago, or just before this interview, and I was impressed with the quality of the photos and where they're coming from. Mostly New Zealand photos, aren't they? Yep,
2: yeah, we do have a few um, images sent in from like Australia and all overseas, and they're still they still cool to see. But mean um, yeah, the whole part of it's here is mainly all New Zealand stuff. Like it could be deer, pigs, chamois, tar, birds like even the waterfalls, even to do with the bush and wild game, like where the wild game lives is yeah, what we're mm. all there to see and always love looking at.
1: Have you had any anti-comments yet? I mean, one thing about this show, we're quite out there and in the public, and we seem to be a uh, sounding board for the anti-hunting lobby. Yeah. Um, but this isn't, again, you're not showing trophies. There's no dead animals, yeah. as yeah, far that's, as I can um, see. Maybe
2: That's yeah. why we're sort of hoping we'll get um, more of the whole public rather than just the, the hunters who actually sort of kill in their whole hunting aspect, but um like for our page, we can target the all the women and young kids and stuff they can look at our page, they can send them photos, and there's no dead stuff, no gruesome pictures and, right. and that yeah, and it's all it's all positive yeah,
1: because yeah, I do think some of the photos that are out there and that get out there give hunters a bad name, you yeah, know definitely. there's these photos that even I look at and go, really, uh did I need to see that on the public domain? Actually, yeah. I wouldn't have taken a photo of that yeah, personally. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's nothing pretty about what I just saw, yeah. um, and I, I think personally it gives hunters a bad name. It gives it yeah. gives all of those guys that are anti our sport and our craft more ammo to throw back at us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so, in some ways, what you're doing is really putting us or, or our sport into a real positive light. Yeah, well, it's sort of
2: it's changing the whole the way of hunting. Like anyone can shoot a deer. It's just you know when you've if you don't want to shoot a deer if it's too far to the truck, mm. then take a photo and. Yeah, it's just as good as shooting a deer. Well, to me, it is. Like a good trophy is still a nice eight point seeker, and then still a photo of that nice eight point seeker. So mm. it's sort of, I'm still going to weigh up those two things. And yeah, so.
1: It was funny, I was looking at a, a Facebook page the other day, and it was nothing to do with hunting, but it had uh, back in the, a long, long time ago, they used to photograph uh, people uh, after they died, and that was <laughs> a way of remembering them, you know? Yep. And I wonder whether hunt, you know, photographing. Um, or brag photos are exactly that you know it's a little bit morbid yeah. maybe I yeah. still have a few don't, yeah. <laughs> don't get <laughs> yeah. me wrong I've got quite a few up, yeah. yeah um but this is this is a whole lot different and is it something that people do as a hobby is there guys out there that just photograph them yeah. or are they mostly hunters
2: um, well my granddad he's um, been hunting and culling all through the old days and, that, and he hasn't shot a deer for about 30 years he just taking photos videos and he's, that's all that's his hobby now is just getting a good good stag or nice photo of a hind and just with mm. the camera
1: and are most of these photos coming from uh, game cameras or are they coming out of guys that are there taking the photo
2: uh we get a few game camera photos sent and they're still cool to see because they still you know it's still something to look at and some good quality photos come from them mm. but um yeah still get a hell of a lot of people sending photos of just like with a normal point and shoot camera type thing and they're, they're wicked to see mm.
1: because something about lugging in you know full digital slr camera and lenses yeah. uh, uh, plus your gun yeah. plus all your other kit doesn't seem that attractive so i suppose if you weren't taking the gun makes yeah. it a little bit simpler but uh, is it that or are they taking them on their iphones um, I, think, a I think more everything?
2: hunters now are starting to get um sort of more into taking photos of sort of waterfalls and even the animal that they shoot i think they think they Putting a bit more money in towards the camera, and mm. camera doesn't weigh bugger all at the end of the day. So I think they just take that along as well, and yeah, hopefully we can they can change over to, or once they shoot it, they even take a photo of the next one or.
1: Yeah. And you, you've been hunting a long time. Have you, have you ever gone back and had a look at some of those old photos? You know, I, I love seeing these photo albums that come out when you're having a couple of bears, and these old boys have been hunting a long yeah. time and they bring out these photo albums yeah. of deer and, and, and pigs and wild game from around the country from years ago, even during the deer culling days. Yeah. Um, you, any plans to get any of those images up on there? Because I'd love to see more of that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah all, I've, all my photos I've taken are all, all in, in colour. I think. Yep. <laughs> yeah
1: been yeah. we well, are only a young fella.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah but um still yeah I do look back on the photos where I used to shoot everything and that, and I shot a couple of nice deer and it would have been cool to get them on yeah, photo on that, and it's just sort of
1: sort of a bit hard here yeah. but even some of your grandfather's photos potentially yeah. from back in those deer culling days would be yeah. great to see and yeah, I think does, all of us yeah. like seeing those old yeah. photos
2: yeah they are um, they're more the the culling side of it though, so yeah. Yeah, we can still I can still get access to all those sorts
1: of photos, yeah. Mm. And and Brad, so you you've been hunting a little while. In fact you've been hunting with some of the guys I work with, which is a yeah. bit of a worry, eh? Some of them yeah. are trouble. Yeah, yeah. some you've got to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> and some of them listen to the show and was one in particular I can think of yeah. that's a bit of trouble, eh? Um Have you got any decent stories? You you hunt all the time? Yeah. All hunters have good stories.
2: Yeah, I got a yeah, the couple the i I've got good. Um, These stories of a good stag in the wall net, that, but the main photography ones that stand out to me both happened last year. And um, The first one was on the 5th of July and I was still looking around for a nice 8 point seeker to, um, for the wall and that. And, um, I was stalking along the bush on a real windy day and I was you know, just stalking along to a usual hot spot. And I saw a hind, so I got the camera out took a couple of photos. And then saw a bit of antler next to her and this is all sort of 12, 13 metres away in the bush. And I saw that um, the stag didn't have nice big tops like I was wanted so I thought oh, I'll put the gun down and start videoing it all and then watch it for a few minutes and then a red stag roared on, this is on the 5th of July and I thought the whole roar thing was all over. <laughs> and then um, the sea hind thought oh bugger this I don't want to get two stags after me so she sort of trotted towards me to about sort of 8 metres away and then she saw me um, sort of just sitting beside a, it's probably the smallest tree in the whole area mm. and she eyeballed me for a couple of seconds then the seeker stag is turned, turned out to be a nice, well, f- or no, quite a good stag a five point seeker with massive brows and he didn't see me and yeah, by the time he sort of did see me he was already on top of her back trying to, trying to make some more seeker stags for us all <laughs> and then um, that was probably one of the, the most well the best exciting hunts I've ever been on knowing mm-hmm. that, well because like, a few people see um, deer mating, but not in the bush at ten meters on a windy day, and yep. well, most most video of deer um, mating in the raw they're all in the open country where you can see them from quite a further distance. But th- in the bush, it was you know, one of the best times of my hunting career.
1: Yep. And that other story that you've got.
2: Yeah The other story was actually on the thirtieth of January. Just went in for a day walk and um, saw a few deer. Looking, for, well, I was looking for a nice yearling for meat, but the ones I saw um, all had their asses flared up and ready to go. And then I saw a, a young hind that I thought was actually yelling, yearling. I was going to try and take her for meat and that. And then followed her for a bit and she kept sneaking off and I was catching up with her again. And then I saw her and she took off. So I ran around the corner to try and catch her out. And then something I just saw something out of the corner of my eye just run off. I thought it was just a, like a bush here. And So I put my head around the corner of the tree and there's this young fawn standing looking around wondering what all the commotion was about. So I said, when oh, I was thinking, oh, I'll bugger the hind. I'll put the gun down and just get some good photos of this fawn because, in yeah, the yeah, so I've been hunting since six with a camera, and it's the first time I've ever been able to get photos of a fawn, and yeah. especially like that. And so, I yeah, just took photos of the fawn and called it in to about five meters, and then let it go on its way to find its mum. Cool. Yeah, that was yeah, one of the another best yeah hmm. time of my hunting career.
1: And you, you touched on something then that you've been taking photos of deer or while you're out, since you were very, very young, so since yep. you were six years old. Yep. And I have to be honest, it's something that I have done. I've taken photos of where I am and what I'm up to. Yep. And again, those those memories are great. But I certainly don't go out there with the aim to take a photo. I, I'm going out there to bring meat home, yep. um, to be honest, you know, and, yeah. and I'm probably in a different situation. I don't get to go hunting as often as you would, yeah. which is a shame, but it's, it's yeah. life and yeah. <laughs> it's what we do. What, would you, what advice do you have for anyone that wants to get out and get into photography? Um, and they're probably a hunter if they're listening to the show, but they yeah. want to progress or, or yeah. diversify and get into photography.
2: Yeah, you know, I was sort of started hunting properly when I was six, and sort of a deal with my granddad was that, you know, I wasn't allowed to carry a gun until I could carry it the whole day in the raw. That was right from dark to dark sort of thing, and I was six carrying a, yeah, a big three hundred eight or, or something. It was yeah, a bit hard, so you said, oh, well, here's a camera. And then yeah. those, those are, this is back when we had to buy those throwaway cameras, and we used to buy one of them, and that would do us for the trip. And I think you know, he just got me into that, because I didn't have a gun to shoot it with, so I thought oh, the photo's just as good like now until I, can, I was old enough to get my firearms licence and carry a gun. And that that sort of got me sort of watching the deer more rather than mm. rather than just seeing it take off or I used to see deer in the bush and clearings and that and just watch them for hours on end and then you learn everything about them and natural habitat, what they do when they're not spooked, like sort of a lot of hunters see deer spooked and stuff. Yeah. And seeing a deer having a feed or having a drink or crossing a creek is probably yeah, one of the calmest moments to Yeah, historically it's just amazing, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's neat. So if you're in my position and you think because i remember actually watching clyde graff uh take some photos and he turned around and started talking to the camera this was on one of his dvds and one of the things he says is i bet you have never seen a deer up this close or you're thinking it would have run away by now and i'm thinking yeah absolutely and he goes well that's not true you've probably shot it by now yeah and and he's absolutely right i wouldn't get that close because i would have shot it so do you find that you have actually become a better hunter a more skillful hunter
2: um, I think it definitely does help, but you always, always luck plays a part in there. But yeah, if, <laughs> you, if you see one deer and you shoot it, then you can't see any more because they usually take off mm. from the shot. But um, I've seen one deer on a clearing and then half an hour later there's four there and then you're you know if you had a gun you'd decide which one to shoot rather than shoot the first one you see. Yep. It can be a lot more um, picky and pick your animal, which, way you, mm. which animal you want. Yeah.
1: And you're mostly taking these photos on public land?
2: Um, a little bit of private land, but I still you get out on dock land quite regularly and obviously out there getting reads and photos of seeker and stuff like that yeah mm.
1: and it's mainly deer that you take photos of yep.
2: Yeah. yeah
1: mm. because I, I wondered i don't see as many good photos of pigs yeah that's that's um, maybe pigs aren't very photogenic <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: that's because oh, me and the, Atana, the other founder we've that's one of our goals for for this year is to get some good photos of pigs but like, when i'm out hunting i actually don't see many pigs around which is otherwise i'll take photos of them but yeah, one of our goals is to get more pig photos coming in and even take good pig photos ourselves.
1: It must be where you are, though, because I mean, lately I've seen quite a few pigs around. They yeah. seem to be coming out a little bit more. I don't yeah. know if that's just me or where I am. Yeah, um,
2: but yeah some of the areas I hunt, there are there a are lot less pig numbers and more deer numbers, but yeah, sort of, you're sort of where I hunt. And, mm. yeah, there's still pigs around, but you just try and catch up with them. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I personally, again, don't see many good photos, and yeah. I wonder whether they're even out there.
2: Yeah, Oh, they're definitely out there just trying to yeah, hopefully or not, you know, probably a lot of people on those um big farm stations where pigs are on grass quite regularly might not have access to internet and Mm. yeah, so hopefully if there's some people out there to get those photos and send them into
1: us. Yeah. And there's lots of pig hunters that listen to the show, in fact. Those of you that email me and say I don't cover pig hunting often enough, I'm trying, I am (laughs) I'm trying to get into it, we get plenty of them. So they've obviously got access to the internet. Um but you don't even see game camera photos of pigs very often, or no. it's a side-on view and this stuff. Yeah, not smashing not through. Good ones, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I've got I had a few pigs on my trail cameras, but you're yeah, never one standing looking at the camera.
1: Yeah, maybe that's just deer that sit there. They seem to yeah. look at the bloody thing, don't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> and if someone wants to find your page, where do they go? Where how do they find it? Um, you just search us on, even just type
2: in Google New Zealand wild game photography. Yep. And yeah, that it should come up and top of the list or somewhere there
1: yeah and as per usual in the description or the comments or just above the comment section of this podcast I'll put a link to the page up there so they can go on there and click on it you don't even have to search for it Josh the page has got around 5000 likes only after a couple of months so this is going to keep growing Uh, any plans anything coming up for the page Um, or are you just going to rock and see
2: yeah we're all in the we're still a bit gobsmacked with how many likes we've got so far so we've got a few few things in the pipeline and yeah we're just still trying to sort out few big ones and hopefully we can get those big ones out and for a bit of help and so hopefully yeah a few more people coming to us and mm-hmm. that, yeah
1: and the trick's going to be that one thing that goes viral isn't it yep, you'll get definitely. something that just goes absolutely viral yep. it's going to go all over the net so again so if someone else there out there has something that they think could go viral or just something they'd like to share with with other hunters yep. um, they send it to you so what's your email address
2: um i actually don't know our email address <laughs> um, it's, it's if you go onto yeah our Facebook page and then go to the about section that has our email address and all that stuff on there and you can email it, message it to us, or just yeah just post it onto our page.
1: And another thing that seems to be emerging as as the next well the 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 next big social media and it's already massive is Twitter. Is there any any chance you're going to end up on there sometime soon? Um, yeah, we sort of talked
2: about that the other day, but we sort of you know Facebook's enough for us at the moment. We <laughs> both yeah. don't know how to work Twitter or. Yeah, yeah I don't I know see. how to tweet yet? Nah. <laughs> hard enough to Facebook.
1: Yeah, yeah, Facebook's yeah. a little bit of issue, but I do think you should go onto Twitter. Yeah. I think All it's right. yeah, kind
2: we, of... We, we have thought about it, but we're just not quite there yet.
1: Yeah, either. and I, I wonder, I think hunters are early adopters of technology if it concerns hunting, but things like social media, they're really only just catching up with now. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, uh, and Twitter may be a couple of years down the track yet. Yeah. Well, thank you heaps for your time, yeah, Brad. and um, Hopefully this page gets you a few more likes and hopefully some of your guys... Uh, come and have a look at our page because yeah, no, yeah. the thing that fascinates me about this show is we're not, social media isn't our main outlet, obviously the yeah. show is and the audio is and some weeks we're getting tens of thousands of downloads yet our Facebook page sits there just kind of ticking along and yeah. it's healthy Yeah, and our, and thankfully you guys that do follow us on Facebook give us all kinds of feedback yeah. and you like everything that we do and they are, they're active um, but we don't seem to translate listeners necessarily or listener numbers into Facebook yeah. Likes yeah. and Twitter yeah, followers. Because it's like
2: our page, we're not out there to make competition with um, any other page. Because well, no other page is sort of like ours to start with. But yeah, we you know we share other pages, and still, yeah, we still great. like if we get a nice nice tag in the world, we're still going to send it into all the other pages and even game camera ones and that. So yeah, yeah. we're not out there yeah, just for ourselves. We, you
1: know. Now this might be a little bit off topic, but have you are you doing something with the um, the seeker show?
2: Yeah, we sort of we run a competition for them from. Um, yeah. For the new website, we sort of didn't have an, like we only be going in about three weeks. when that competition started, so we are sort of yeah working on things and yeah just well, like I say, we're helping everyone out, out else out as well as ourselves. Mm. Yeah.
1: And did that competition go well last year? The seeker competition,
2: yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it yeah, went quite well. Yeah, I went along for the for a couple of days and had a look around and yeah, it's still good to see and the numbers for that are just booming. So
1: yeah, they are seeker shows really healthy as along with the tar show as well on the yeah. South Island. Yeah. They're two really popular. So hunters do. Yeah, mess together out, occasionally yeah, eh? yeah nah, definitely yeah. <laughs> yeah. well and, and depending on whose numbers you look at there's some 300,000 New Zealanders that identify yeah. as hunters of some sort that's whether yeah. they're deer hunters pig hunters yeah. duck shooting or whether they just like to think of themselves as hunters and yeah. at the moment I feel like I'm in that zone and <laughs> I don't get out often enough
2: yeah oh, we, we, we don't always get out
1: nah often, unfortunately yeah. I have a job yeah, yeah so do I <laughs> and I host this show yeah yeah well thanks heaps Brad yeah, and no, uh, I, I look much. forward we'll catch up again um, in a few months time we'll yep, see how definitely. the page is going and this is your first go at radio is that right? Yep, yeah it's yeah? a bit nerve breaking yeah, <laughs> <but> hopefully
2: <laughs> well, next time will be a bit easier a bit easier we'll have yeah. a few beers beforehand oh, yep, yeah that'll be
1: the one yeah yeah then that way you might drop a few extra words in that you shouldn't but yeah, we, we, can, yeah. we can fix that out afterwards <laughs> yeah Thanks, Brad, and yep, no, um, I will you. put a post a link to your your page. So, guys, get in touch with these guys, send them new photos, um, because the page will continue to grow, and I think it's going to be a real force in New Zealand hunting, yep. um, because it's a it's a part of our sport that not a lot of people talk about. And it's been great to have this chat with you today. Yep, thank you. No worries. Remember, if you want to win that great twelve month subscription to NZ Outdoor Hunting Magazine, all you've got to do is do something, be active with us. That's send us emails give us feedback, like us on Facebook, share the page, and you could be that fan of the month and win that great prize, which is a month, a, sorry, a month, a year's subscription to NZ Outdoor and Hunting magazine. Real easy to do, and we've given away a couple. We're about to give away another one very, very soon. So just find that page, click like, or send me an email. Let me know what you think of the show. I'm also on most of the forums as well under The Hunting Show. That's the NZ Hunting and uh, Fishing Forum and the NZ Shooting Forum. I'm on there. I try and have a look around. I'm sort of in that weird zone at the moment. Some of you say that I'm only on there to promote the show, so I don't uh, go on there as often, and then you complain that I'm not on the forums and not giving you feedback from them. Um, So basically that means I must have the recipe about right. That's me for another week. Thank you very much for tuning in. Behave and good hunting.
0: podcasting from an undisclosed location from a secret hunting spot known only to him and the guy who told him about it and possibly the guy who told the guy who told him it's a show all about hunting in new zealand and around the globe this is the hunting show find the hunting show on facebook and twitter for up-to-date information on upcoming shows and topics